Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Work Great Podcast. This is our AEW in review. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellente. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, we are in the middle of championship week, apparently, for uh, AEW. That's what yeah, they're calling it. There's a lot of stuff to watch coming up. Fucking every championship known to mankind is being defended this week. Like literally every championship in AEW plus Ring of Honor. So it's mm-hmm. crazy. Tony Khan is just just doing shit. Is just railing Coke and booking <laughs> Dream, booking yeah. like his fantasy bookings. Yeah, like everything he ever wanted. I wonder if he's just you know. Cody leaving, so now he's like, "Well, shit, I, I can't, I can't wait around anymore. I just got to start booking stuff." Like <laughs> he, he's going for it, man. I'll yeah, tell you yeah. what. Um, the like the only, it's funny. It's like uh, his men's booking or his, his men's stuff, fantastic. And then the women, it's just like, okay, man, it makes it even that much of a stark contrast. Yeah. Because he's going crazy with the craziest, like, incredible booking you've ever seen. And then a sprinkle of ladies. Yeah. Just, and you'll, like, like, seasoning. Tea stuff. Like, last night we got the um, Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm tease, and they're going to fight that's a, Owen. That's amazing. Yeah, but why not just do it now? And then have them fight again in the Owen. Like, you could just do you could do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Owen's going to start soon. So, sure, it's fine. It'll be great. And it's coming probably in like a couple weeks or or so, I would assume is when I'm it assuming because they'll probably want it to both finals to be at double or nothing, and that's at the end of May, so they got to start it soon. Yeah, so it's going to be starting soon. So that is uh, that, that that's not far. It's just I don't know the 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 one match per show, and now the matches are starting to get shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. It's it's an issue, for sure. especially if they want to continue to sign women. It's like where are they gonna like? Where are they gonna wrestle? Yeah, because last night's episode was it was insane. It was so frantic mm-hmm. and so tightly paced because it was seven matches. They've never done seven matches on Dynamite. The most they ever done was six. And some of those episodes have felt really, really tight. And last night's episode felt really, really tight. Like they timed it perfectly well, mm-hmm. but like it was breathless. Yeah. And you could have easily just cut one of those men's matches and increased the length of the women's match. Mm-hmm. Or in the second women's match. Or yeah, or cut two of the men's matches because you they didn't all have to be on this episode. Yeah. It wasn't like someone was holding a gun to Tony's head and was like, "We need to have CM Punk versus Penta and uh, Lucha and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Red Dragon on this show." Like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like you can have it next week. No one will bat an eye. Yep. You can put another women's match. It's especially when the women's match they put on is a squash. Yeah. So that you seems gotta, to be what they're going for a lot lately, which is concerning. It is. It is concerning because it's how they're booking the whole division. Mm-hmm. Is that the person who's challenging for the title squashes somebody on Dynamite, and then they have the title match, which they lose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I don't know, man. Like even like with Brit and with 
and Jade, like they haven't really been doing the greatest stories. Mm-hmm. And now Thunder Rosa, like it's, it seems like it's a different person is booking one division from the next. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so the, like the, there's a chasm between mm-hmm. the quality of the booking. Yeah. Because the men's booking is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is the best booking of wrestling I've seen in my life. Yeah. It's like, honestly, we're being spoiled. And then you're like, oh, yeah, but that what's what the fuck's up with the women? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. It's so strange. Yeah. And everyone keeps telling him and and he just says, like, oh, we're doing great stuff with this. And I was like, OK, Tony, like <laughs> he's like, the women are going to be main eventing. He's like, oh, I know. But again, how many matches on that show? Yeah. Well, just that one. Yeah. And he just hangs his hat on like, oh, the tournaments we do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the tournaments are great, but uh, still, you can call it a tournament, but still just one match per show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think with the tournament, they should definitely try to have more than one match. It's just window dressing on the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it sounds like he's just hoping, oh, look, I signed Tony Storm. Okay, now leave me alone about the women. And Yeah, but I want to watch Tony Storm. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you signed Ruby Soho. Where's Ruby Soho? Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted you to sign Masha Slamovich, but she looked at how you're booking your women and was like, uh-uh. Like, there's a reason why women are going to Impact as opposed to mm-hmm. as opposed to AEW. Yeah, because Impact's th- women's division is they it's fantastic. super strong, yeah. It, they do a fantastic job, and they're not even afraid of putting women against the men. Mm-hmm. Like, it's super entertaining. I don't watch it because I, again, I can only watch so much wrestling in my life, but um, yeah, they're, they're doing a great job. Do what they're doing because mm-hmm. it's better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess we should talk about the, the little bit of news that we have. There's not too much, but that is uh Warner is, there's a merger that's happening with discovery and Warner. Um, I guess the head of discovery is taking over the the tv and i guess there's some people who are concerned that that will affect AEW, and that could but it won't have an effect i don't think in terms of the deal that they have in terms of or in terms of them like being booted off of warner television because they are the best original television show they have i was gonna say as long as their ratings stay what they are they'll be fine oh they're the they're the best thing they have by a country mile Mm -hmm. that and and like to put it like to for comparison's sake i i looked at this last week because i was curious um nhl which is the uh, the big sport that they got this past year their deal per year is like 275 million Mm -hmm. um per year and and they and they're they make uh they do like under a million dollars in or and they do under a million views per per game like it's not very good mm-hmm. like it's like even like in like the 500s mm-hmm. like it's pretty bad but they do so but they get a lot of ad revenue and that's what you're paying for yeah. is all the ad revenue Whereas AEW is only seventy five million for a year, and they do 
way more viewers. They pretty much double the viewership. So advertisers would look at that and be like, oh, this is a really cheap mm-hmm. thing to, to get advertising on because we it's double the uh, the viewers and the exposure that NHL does. Mm-hmm. So Warner is getting huge bang for their buck. Yeah, that's how with um, AW because it's it's double the viewers and it's half as and it's less it's more than half the price. Yeah, that's how WWE's able to get the deals they get for their TV because it's it's like the upside. It's so much cheaper to produce than most things, and then the ad revenue from it is is so high. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> AW double they double the viewers and it's cheaper. So it's like it's the it's the biggest bang for their for your buck that uh they that you could get right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much more cost effective than the NHL is. For sure. So much. So like no, they're they're going to the deal that they get is going to be an increase. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to get more money from the next deal for sure. And that's what all the sites are saying like Sean Ross Sapp says like they are they're going to come off like gangbusters. Like they're going to get a great deal mm-hmm. and then they're going to have all that more, all that much, all that money that they can then put towards their product. Mm-hmm. And they don't even have that yet. So yeah, <laughs> they've signed everybody already. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what, what they could do with that, but it's exciting to think about. Hopefully a streaming thing. I think that's coming. Um, as, as I've said, I don't think he buys ring of honor if he's not, at least already in the negotiations to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, Ring of Honor is just on AEW TV, which yeah. is funny. Yeah, which I mean, it makes sense. They don't have a TV for it yet, so you got to do something. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's cool. Um, it's funny. It's like a this is what WWE uh, buying ECW could have been. Yeah, is sort of what it's like. This is what buying WCW could have been mm-hmm. if Vince wasn't trying to bury them yeah and if i mean also in wcw all those wrestlers had those guaranteed contracts i was like well i'm not gonna work i'm just gonna get paid <laughs> <laughs> which i can't say i blame them because if i could still get my same amount of money and not do anything for a year or two years then i definitely would yeah so this whole discovery merger deal it plays into something that happened on the show um it's an interesting thing because everyone's going to look at this event, like the ending of the show as a big negative, which it's a negative, but I think people are blowing it way out of proportion. I per, I personally don't really care about any, anything that happens on the show, as long as it's not like systemic racism or sexism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've just got bigger fish to fry. Like yeah, if I don't, if I don't like a segment. I f- just forget about it and yeah. then move on with say, my not, day. Not every segment's going to land, so you just move. Yeah, on. it's just it's like, not that big a deal. No, there's shit I don't like in every show I watch. Yeah, and it, like we talked about earlier when we were texting that they've had worse segments than the one that ended the show. So it's really not that. Yes, big. <laughs> like I think the the overall impact of that segment on the company will be much more significant and much more positive than anything that could have happened in the segment on TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'll get into why, um, but it has more to do with the, on the business end. 
and I'm sure people can figure out what I'm talking about, but I'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, so I guess we should talk about the first match. That was CM Punk versus Penta. This match, it they announced it last, like very last minute. And mm-hmm. it's one like, it's a incredible styles clash. Yeah. That I looked at, it, I was like, oh, wow. Like, uh, tell us this is happening three years ago before AW starts. And... I would think it was like made in a wrestling game or something. <laughs> yeah, like it's just complete lunacy fantasy booking. Mm-hmm. Whereas it happened here, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But like the the styles clash, like it's weird. Like they like, will they jive? Like, uh, Pentagon is a very different wrestler than CM Punk, mm-hmm. and I thought these guys worked so well together. They really did. They really did. It it goes to show you that yeah. You stick just two absolute pros in the ring together, and they could they can make it work. Just... Yeah, man, like Penta going after CM Punk's knee mm-hmm. with his with his leg kicks on CM Punk's bum knee. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the the best long term selling we've ever seen mm-hmm. from anybody. CM Punk with his back and his knee. Yeah, it's amazing. Every single match he's selling those injuries, mm-hmm. and I think eventually in one of these matches, his body's just going to give up on him. Yeah, and he's gonna lose. Yeah, I like to speaking of him selling and stuff. He's kind of let his hair grow out too, so when he gets sweaty, it makes him look even more like tired and beat up. Whenever his hair is all sweaty and stuff, yeah, it looks decrepit. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, like I legit thought Penta was gonna win this match at a certain point. Yeah, and I was just I'd be like, ooh, this is a cool speed bump for Punk. Like I thought he was setting that knee up to sort of for it to give way. Mm-hmm. And for Penta to win. And it looked like they were going to, and I think they knew that Penta's arm snap is to be respected this time, yes. as opposed to when he fought the, Cody. First, <laughs> the first time when he fought Cody, when yeah. Cody got his arm snapped and then just rolled him up mm-hmm. immediately yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Whereas in this one, CM Punk was fighting that arm snap. Like it was the uh, one winged angel. Mm-hmm. Like if you get hit by it, you lose. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad so, they did that. It was good. Yeah, he uh, he didn't get hit by it. He rolled him up a couple times. He he used his wily veteran skills to wrangle out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up winning with that uh, with the GTS, and yeah, he caught Pinta out of midair too, which was cool. I like that. Yeah, like when they said that this match has. I mean, they always say this, but this match has big implications on the top five rankings. I was like, "Ooh, yeah does like does this put Penta into a title match? Mm-hmm. Like, if he beats Punk, that would be an interesting little uh, like mini feud before pay per view." Yeah, I never pay attention to the rankings, but CM Punk's got to be high up in the rankings, right? He, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he'd be up there, um, and he keeps doing the. The, the belt check. gesture. Yeah, discount double so check. Like, Remember that commercial? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, this is very cool stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm curious if Punk will be the person to take the belt off of Hangman. He could. He might be. And then MJF takes it off of Punk, maybe. Yeah, because they, I mean. 
every once in a while they'll still mention each other, Punk and MJF. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, it, it's coming. They've said they're they're going to have another match. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would do it that soon, but like everyone, including me, would think MJF is the guy to win it next. Mm-hmm. But with Punk most likely getting that shot first, it could yeah. be Punk, or uh, CM Punk is the is the cherry on top for Hangman. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, that looks to be the, uh, double or nothing matches punk versus hangman. So that's cool. Yeah. What I was thinking before, what you said makes sense. But what I was thinking, since they like to do this sometimes in AWs, they should, I don't know how you get to it now, but Jericho versus hangman. Cause isn't that where Jericho beat hangman for the title? The first show he did. He did. And Jericho is back in the public eye now. Like mm-hmm. he's back, uh, He's front and center now with his new with his new group, and I think I just don't know how you get to it in such a short amount of time. No, you're you're right. He, they probably don't, but they've they've done it before. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you got to do is like a mini eliminator tournament and have Jericho win it, and then there you go. I tend to think we're getting Jericho versus Kingston. Yeah, I think some so. form of that, or like Kingston and LAX find. Um, Find two, two partners. And then they do like blood and guts or something. I would like it to be blood and guts. I hope they don't do stadium stampede. No, I don't think so. I feel like that should be left for the empty arena era. Mm-hmm. Like they could do something like that at some point, but it's just not fun for people in the crowd, a big audience for a big yeah. audience. And also when it's serious guys in the match, it doesn't, it's not as good. Mm-hmm. It's better when it's funny. Yeah. Like yeah. it is better. Because that match is a ridiculous concept. They just fight all over the arena. Yeah. Because when they were, when they were fighting the pinnacle, it was not nearly as good. No, no, no. Like you didn't get like, what was it Matt doing a Northern Lights suplex for the whole length of the football field and hang man yeah, like, on his horse and stuff. Yeah. Jericho <laughs> knocking out the, uh, the mascot and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> That first one was amazing. Mm-hmm. And even uh, even Matt Hardy was so funny in that. Yeah. yeah. He's really good when he was uh, broken, Matt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was... So... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, which was the one where he got put in the ice machine and then came that out? That was the first a... one. Yeah, came yeah. out as a different Matt Hardy. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was great. Like His interactions with Santana and Ortiz mm-hmm. were so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, when he taped Ortiz to that chair... And he said, uh, the doctor's prescription is a, is a week of rest. And he punches him in the face and then <laughs> rolls him rolls him away. It's so funny. He's like, yeah. ice ice your face and get a week of rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he rolls him away. <laughs> like, is, like the comedic timing on that was on point. And then the second time with against the pinnacle, they're just they're not jokey guys, and it just didn't work. Yeah, the only thing I liked and remember about the second one was um when uh, Santana and Ortiz met FTR in the bar. That was like the coolest part. And yeah, like, and uh, oh, FTR had the little scarves on. Yeah, <laughs> that was the coolest part. That was good. Conan on the ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next match we had Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Red Dragon. Apparently it's been about a month since they used Jurassic Express. I just didn't notice until now. Yeah, I did notice. I saw people message or like texting and tweeting about it i was like oh yeah you're right i wonder if that's because um, marco stunts no longer yeah it could be they might just be trying to separate it Mm -hmm. 
And um, I had had also thought that maybe it was because they are going to send Jungle Boy on his own soon. That's what I thought. Singles wrestler. That's what I thought they were going towards. That's what I thought this finish was going to go towards. I Mm -hmm. thought they were going to lose the title here against Red Dragon. They did not lose the title. I was shocked. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely shocked. Yeah. The the uh with the decision on the booking here. I didn't hate it. I thought no, it was no, a great no. match. Yeah, the match was great and we got to see the rematch from the Paleozoic era of Bobby Fish and Luchasaurus and <laughs> So that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, this match was cool. But once he hit the they still call their finisher the Thoracic Express though, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Once they hit that, it's fine. I like that. Oh, damn. They're winning. (laughs) I did not expect that. Yeah, I was so shocked. But then you had, uh, after the match, you had Bobby Fish, or not Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly beating him up with chairs. So they still got their heat back. Yes. Um, So they're going to get another match soon. I Um, think at Double or Nothing, it may be a triple threat with what happened after. Yes. With FTR of all teams. Mm -hmm. Um, Which was weird i mean like i would have assumed the young bucks would come out but no fdr mm-hmm. comes out so i'm like uh, okay yeah the young bucks were I'm, on the show i'm cool with this because mm-hmm. i i mean fdr is my favorite tag team so mm-hmm. more fdr all the time please yeah they gotta but continue their run that they're having right now this was the one port one part in the show where it seemed too rushed yeah, cause because FDR FTR. comes out, they confront them. It looks like they're they even start shoving each other, and then they just cut to a backstage segment. Mm-hmm. It's like no, 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 yeah, no, so no, don't no. Cut no, away no. from Red Dragon and FDR. Come on, man! I want to see them like they're about to start throwing hands, mm-hmm. and they cut. And it was like never cut away from the fight, guys. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I don't even remember what they cut away to, so that's bad. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Our notes this week are bad mm-hmm. i don't have anything that's not from a match yeah. i didn't take any notes i i was having a day yesterday and i got home and it was coming on I was, i'm not taking notes i'm just going to sit here and i'm going to enjoy this show so we're kind of winging it here so they did cut to something in the back i don't know what it was and i don't care yeah i don't remember that's going to drive me nuts now i can't remember what it was marvez was back there talking to somebody it, it doesn't really matter it wasn't mjf that was i know nyla had something where she attacked got um caked got hit with a cake she got hit with a cake and then was beating up uh thunder rosa with cake and she's like jokes on you bitch i love cake yeah. and <laughs> violence yeah that's hilarious and every time they do these segments i'm like she does not need vicky at all no no not at all <laughs> it's it's a waste mm-hmm. um but it's hard to I imagine it's kind of hard to get away from using the legends once you've started because yeah. of the respect mm-hmm. that they have. It's like you don't want to disrespect them by saying like, oh, this does, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's kind of hard. Yeah. But it's just put Vicky with someone that's not that good. That needs talker. her. Yeah. Because yeah. Nyla's like, doesn't need. She's so good. No, she's so funny. She <laughs> is, She's probably the best talker in the women's division. Yes. And one of the best followers on Twitter. Like she's amazing on Twitter. Oh, one of the best. Yeah. One of the absolute best follows mm-hmm. some of the best names you've ever seen. Yeah. Very funny. Someone actually made a Nyla Rose bot 
um, the other week, and the bot's sole job was just tweeting at Serpentico. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was just it was uh it was Andy Nemity actually mm. who made it. He's doing some fun stuff with uh like when all that funny stuff with Tony, I th- that happened at one point last week. I don't even think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. It happened on Friday. Again, Tony Khan did a bunch of Coke and just told the IWC that they're all robots. Yeah. <laughs> which was so funny. He's like, Hey, guess what? Minoru, uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe and Wheeler Yuta and your robots. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Anyways, oh, yeah. that's another thing that happened last week was the Wheeler Yuta John Moxley match. My God, that is that's right up there. Wheeler Yuta and Dax Harwood, surprisingly, are my two wrestlers <laughs> of the year. Who the who the fucking thunk it? Yeah, so cool. I love that seeing two guys like they would not be on my radar at all, mm-hmm. and there they are. Um, just uh, goes to show you what happens when you just let let people go. Go out there and do their thing. Yeah, it's amazing. And like we haven't seen uh we've we've pretty much seen the best of Yuta, but we haven't even seen like hour long Yuta. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't seen Yuta as the as the favorite in a match. We've seen him as the underdog. Yeah. But Yuta can play as the Danielson. Mm-hmm. He can be the Danielson in that role. So I don't even think we'll see that for years at this point. Yeah. I mean we don't really need to. But yeah, so where were we? I was uh, we are about... on MJF and Sean Dean now. Yeah, that's where we are now. Yeah. Okay. So that was fun. That was MJF fun. versus Sean Dean. We got uh we yeah, so it kind of played out as as we thought it would, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um MJF comes out there, he's beating down Sean Dean, who has a cool look now. I thought he was wearing like... a mask at first, but then they cut to it was like, Oh, he's got his face painted like he's going to war. That's cool. Yeah, he and uh, Carly Bravo are the infantry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Carly Bravo is signed. He's kind of associated with AEW, and they mm-hmm. are a tag team. I don't know if they're a tag team within AEW. They have a but shirt. Anyways. Yeah, is it on AEW, yep. mm-hmm. the shirt? Mm-hmm. Well, then they, there, there you go. Yeah. That's it. That's the confirmation. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I found out that Marina Shafir was signed. Yeah. Was she, had a sh- she had a shirt like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> She had one match and got a shirt. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm still thinking um, they got to put her with um, Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Yeah, that, that would be cool mm-hmm. as their heater. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so MJF is beating down Sean Dean. Um, of course, I like how they put it up on the, the big screen behind MJF. Mm-hmm. Just a picture of all the uh, the... Security, security guards guard. just looking like Peter Griffin, all yeah, and beat up and mangled. One of them's missing a shirt, and I think JR said, "Is he taking shirts now?" <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, JR I, is on point. He's been hilariously. I, I just love grumpy ass JR. <laughs> I and love... I don't even think he's trying to be grumpy. I think that's just how he comes across. No, the thing is, I love old grumpy commentators. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah, they're so funny. They're like the Muppets guys. Yeah. Yeah, because JR getting mad at when they have tag matches and the partner stays in too long. It will always forever be hilarious. Okay, we, we got to get out of the ring now. <laughs> it's another, another funny detail I like that 
AEW's doing is every time MJF comes out, they advertise that rat in the kitchen show. Yes. Which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they did it when he was on commentary yeah. last week. And, and he's, they, like, he's like, what? You're just going to talk about rat in the kitchen while I'm here? Yeah, and, they did uh, it. and when he was coming to the ring this time. <laughs> Tony was like, well, if the shoe fits, he's like, yeah. oh, screw you. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to be out here or something like that. <laughs> and then they did it when he was walking to the ring this time, which is hilarious. It's really good. They're really, really good with the cross promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the yeah, so, so beating him down, and then the we we get the we get the the screen image of that, and then MJF he's staring at. He's like, "Where is he? Where is he?" And he doesn't he doesn't emerge. So he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, fine." Back to the match. So he's he's wrestling Sean Dean some more. They they wrestle out onto the floor to the barricade, and then one of the security people takes off his mask, takes off his hat behind MJF and it's Wardlow and Mm -hmm. he's smiling from ear to ear, which was so funny. Mm -hmm. Um, The fans beside him didn't even realize at first. Yeah. And then they did and started popping. That one dude right next to Wardlow went nuts once ever he realized it was Wardlow. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. Mm -hmm. It was very funny. And Um, I like now that they, when they just show the, the backstage, and the, the security guards, the crowd just goes starts going nuts and starts chanting Wardlow. Like they just know it's coming. Yeah, they start chanting Wardlow like it's Goldberg, mm-hmm. which is amazing. They got yeah. their own Wardlow, mm-hmm. Wardlow. Yeah, really good stuff. He starts beating up the security again in just comical fashion. Like they just yeah. keep sending them and sending them, and mm-hmm. he keeps destroying. He gave one of them a power bomb on the apron, and I was like. Good lord! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put some stank on it. <laughs> I was like, "God damn, that's the security." Yeah, there's like, one dude that. that a... There was one guy that ran down that got just annihilated as soon as he ran down, and then he was still laying down after the segment was over. So I was like, "Oh, that guy's really okay." <laughs> <laughs> like the guy who got power bombed, I was like, "Get that guy a contract because mm-hmm. that was a fucking bump and a half." Yeah, um, that was good. And of course, Sean Dean, did he roll up MJF? No, MJF got out of the ring and ran up to the, the ramp. And then there's like 40 security guards holding. Right, that's back. what it so was. MJF couldn't get to the ring because there's too many people in the way. Yes, yes. So he's, he's about to get counted out. And then he gets on the mic and tells uh, Bryce Rinsberg, he's like, whatever Tony Khan's paying you, I'll triple it. Do not count to 10. And then the crowd starts saying 10, 10, 10. And then he does the 10 and MJF gets counted out. Yes, that's what it was. Is Sean Dean went for the roll up, mm-hmm. but he he didn't get it. Yeah, um, and then MJF rolled out of the ring and got counted out, and that was so funny. Yeah, because there's Wardlow, like in a pile of security, mm-hmm. looking like the midsummer lady in that. Yeah, yeah, or with all ever... the flowers, with that little head. Yeah, did you ever watch <laughs> um, Game of Thrones, the Battle of the Bastards yeah. episode, when Jon Snow climbs up through all the the dead bodies and he's like ah that's what he looked like <laughs> yeah just he had a little smiling wardlow head at top <laughs> at the top of this like anthill this mo- yeah. massive mound of humanity it was so yeah. funny because he knew exactly what he was doing mm-hmm. um really funny stuff i loved it sean dean is three and oh against uh mjf and the pinnacle yeah it's so funny which is awesome i think it's just the best thing mm-hmm. Um, I told you last night that I want Sean Dean to get a TNT title shot because yeah. of his record. I think he should, man. He's he's uh, 
his record's got to be pretty good now. <laughs> he should get a TNT title shot. It would be funny if he got, um, if he won that title. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, I don't want him to get a, uh, I don't want him to get a, the big title. Because then you know he's not going to win it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a TNT title shot, he, he would have a chance. Yeah. And right now they're really not doing much with Scorpio Sky, so Yeah, that's another thing they gotta work on. That whole thing is not Yeah, good. it's uh <laughs> they're doing something there, because Scorpio Sky said he's made a point of not wrestling. Like, he's like I I'm like, not doing open challenges. I like that. Like he's like, No, this shit's done now that I'm the champ, no way. But I but just the whole Sammy and Ty He's thing. only had one match since mm-hmm. he won. Yeah, it's been over a month. I think. Yeah, it's it's a little silly, mm-hmm. but they're they are wrestling this weekend. Unfortunately, it's against Sammy again. How many TNT title shots does Sammy need? He just, he's just filled in that Cody spot where Cody would always get it. Yeah, weird title shot. Yeah, I mean he's Cody's boy, so I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, I think Sammy yeah, very... even acknowledged it because the other day he tweeted, "I guess I should get a neck tattoo now." So I think he, I think he realized. Yeah, I think he on. he knows. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's because of all the hate he's getting as well. Yeah, because the fans have fucking turned on him yes. and Ty Conti. Yeah. Holy shit! That's what it uh, WWE. The same thing happened when they tried to put um, Seth and Becky together when they were faces. It's just the crowd hated it. Like I don't think anyone wants to, if they're heels. I guess it'd work more. You know, no one wants to see anyone happy. So you know. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. People, people don't want to see you flaunt your relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see like, Oh, we're the perfect couple. They don't want to see it. Yeah. They want to, if you struggle, then they get behind you. Mm-hmm. Like if people are holding you down, but no one's holding Sammy down. He keeps getting all these opportunities yeah, yeah, and no yeah. one's holding Ty down. It's yeah. uh, that's very weird. And they're weird on Twitter. It's like, I don't know. Like they did that. They did that photo. And they complained about, or Ty Conti complained that, oh, like Shawn Michaels did this in the past, and every, everyone loved it with the, with the belt and all that. And I was like, yeah, Shawn Michaels was the heel in that situation. Yeah, I, I don't think everyone loved it. That's I remember the, Bret Hart the, going that's nuts the disconnect about it. that they're yeah. having. Yeah, yeah, but I still like him. But yeah, they they got to do something different with him i'm sure he's, Samuel... a, he's a he's a heel now and he's yeah. better as a heel anyway so whatever yeah, yeah, yeah i like yeah. i like heel sammy yeah his and heel... is what got him over he's just too good in the ring to not get over but heel ty conti is an interesting thing too yeah um, just have her come out and just fucking whip people's asses because she, she's got the legit brazilian jiu-jitsu background and stuff yeah because right now they're kind of cody rhodesing them Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. I, th- I heard they may or may not have piped in cheers for their segment. I think they said that, but I didn't. I I'll be honest. When I was watching Rampage, I fast forwarded through their segment. <laughs> like I know that uh, when they came out, I was surprised that there were cheers. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is why I was yeah. surprised because they weren't real, and that doesn't really jive with what we're actually seeing. Yeah, because I didn't watch uh, Rampage live. When it came aired, and I saw people online saying their segment sucks. So whenever I was watching it, I saw it come up. I just fast forwarded through it. I was like, all right, well, I don't want to. Yeah, it wasn't good. It's tone deaf. Yeah, I just wanted to get like to they... the uh, Yuda match, so I just fast forwarded to that. Yeah. So speaking of someone who's tone deaf, the next match was between Jericho, Garcia, Hager, and LAX. That's what they come um, to. 
when they cut away from um, uh, FTR and Red Dragon, it was uh, the Jericho appreciates oh. the side of getting on the plane, off the plane. Andy Kingston stealing <laughs> the shield from uh, Cool Hand Ange. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they like, cut to. Hey, Jericho, on site. And they, they throw site. his stooges. Mm-hmm. And they just have his, where are your shoes? <laughs> I Did you see that. what happened at the New Japan show over the weekend? Yeah, apparently uh, Eddie Kingston on site with Garcia. Yeah. yeah, he just ran out in Garcia's match and started beating him up. Because <laughs> they're both booked on it's the amazing. show. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Like this is it's extended universe. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. It can happen anywhere. And apparently I love this. Oh, that's another thing we did talk about in the news is AEW is going to be on New Japan World for Japanese audiences. Yes. And it's... Shingo Takagi is apparently like amazing on commentary <laughs> yeah it's AEW. happening now yeah <laughs> and he's he's it's really wholesome he's watching it he's like it's like the fans cheer like this all the time they say baby after uh-huh. adam cole every time they're like yeah like yeah are, are you a little jealous he's like yes i want shingo takage baby mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yeah. like our fans don't get to cheer yeah right now in japan so and he's then, like, uh, this is amazing. So I think he he's probably craving coming over to AEW for a oh, bit. Oh yeah, I think that's going to happen this summer with because I know New Japan started to bring a lot of their American signed guys over yes. back over. So I think they'll start. Dirty camp. Dickinson going to Japan. Yeah, he got signed. That's awesome. I know he's been working towards. He didn't sign anywhere his whole career because he's been mm-hmm. working towards New Japan his whole life, and he finally got it, and I'm very happy for him. He's the most he's the most built for New Japan guy I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Other than Samoa Joe, and I'm shocked that he never went there. Yeah, he did stuff in All Japan, I think. All Japan or maybe Noah. It's like when Noah's super small. It's a smaller yeah. promotion. He wrestled in pants there. It's weird. If you ever go back and watch what he did his Japan stuff, he had pants on. It was weird. <laughs> I don't want I don't, I will not. <laughs> yeah, I weird. will not watch He's that. like super I, young and he's wearing pants. It's weird. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I will not do that. Yeah. But yeah, so this match was good. Um, Dude, you know what the funniest thing about this match was? It wasn't even what? in the match. It was the opening uh, when they're singing Judas and some fan was dressed like JR. JR's like, well, now what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch he had a, that. He had an OU Sooner shirt on, Oklahoma University's football team sh- jersey on, and a black cowboy hat. And he was singing Judas. And they're like, Look, JR, you're a fan of Judas. And he's like, What the hell? <laughs> I love JR's. What the hell? Are, oh, what the hell's that? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. So LAX comes out. Ortiz has cool hand Ange's shoes around his neck which is awesome i really enjoyed that this match was really good but the teams loved, were amazing i loved uh kingston just fighting garcia on the out they, they were they didn't yeah. get the match till halfway through because they're just beating each other, just beating him up on the outside the whole, the whole match he was just beating garcia up outside <laughs> yeah. the ring constantly whenever he had a chance he would run over to garcia pull him <laughs> off the apron and start beating him up again yeah it's this is my favorite bit it's just on site with Garcia always, mm-hmm. so funny. And all and Eddie gave everybody a heart attack because he came up, come out and came out in a thump shirt. Yeah, which is a which Jr. Um, pointed out is a reference to Junkyard Dog. Yep. His uh, his finisher was called the thump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
and Eddie Kingston made that reference on, I don't know when it was, must have been on Rampage. He said, we're going to, he said, this isn't going to be a wrestling match. This is going to be like, um, like Junkyard Dog. And who's the other name he said? Did Junkyard Dog have a tag partner? Uh, I don't know. I know the name. I can't think of it. Um, what was Hacksaw? Hacksaw. What's that other? Jim Duggan? Not Jim Duggan. Hmm. Mm. It slips my mind. Anyways, there's another famous black uh, wrestler. I whose name I can't remember, but I think that's uh, I think it might be somebody who has helped um, Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh. Dang, now I can't think of his name. You know I who I'm that. talking about. Yeah. I I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But anyways, it's uh he made that reference essentially like this is gonna be a fucking drag out brawl mm-hmm. between us. So he wore the thump shirt and it looked like a Trump shirt yeah. and everyone had a heart attack. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be devastating. I would just stop watching wrestling. Yeah, but oh, <laughs> like I don't that's know it. This is too weird. Like wrestling's canceled. Eddie Kingston's a trumper. I <laughs> yeah, cannot do it. Yeah, my brain can't um, process this. No, I would give up. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is it. I don't <laughs> I don't know what to do. But this match was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um I always think Jericho's tag and multi-man matches are really good. Um Hager's really good in tag matches. He knows his role. He yep. doesn't get overexposed. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, just really really solid stuff um obviously uh eddie's team lost because they have to in this one they got the win last time yeah and they it, you know jericho the jassholes jericho, jericho they, uh, cheated to win hit yeah, him with hit him the with bat the, yeah and then garcia um, tweeted out like nothing beats a, a nice cradle and like <laughs> He edited out Jericho hitting him with a bat and just showed him cradle him up. It was funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Especially from Eddie Kingston because he doesn't really know how to use Twitter. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Garcia that tweeted it. Sorry. Oh, Garcia. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh uh Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange ran out and Cool Still Hand Ange was in bare feet, which yeah. is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um they interfered in the match, and then afterwards, they just beat the shit out of LAX. Yeah. Like, just destroyed them. Which, I thought someone's going to come make the save, but they still haven't done that yet. Here's the thing. I like this. They're building to this, and they keep talking about the numbers advantage, how it's five on three. And I think the five on three thing is significant, because five is the amount of people that are in blood and guts matches. I think that's what this is building towards. Yeah, I think so, too. And I that is a dream for me to have Eddie Kingston with, uh, with Santana Ortiz in a mm-hmm. blood and guts match against these guys. Like that is just That's heaven to me. I wonder who they get to help him out. I don't know. It's so exciting to think about. Mm-hmm. I would love it to be, I'm just going to throw two names out there and these are kind of random, kind of not Claudio and Biff Busick. God, that'd be too much to handle. But wouldn't that be in a one guts match? Somebody will die. (laughs) But like Claudio has a history with Eddie Kingston. 
he yeah. actually doesn't have a history with anybody else. But I like the I don't know. I just like he they've been roommates. They've known each other for years. Mm-hmm. Get these cool. two guys who are free agents mm-hmm. who can sign anywhere who would be right at home in a steel cage. Yeah. And then they can go fucking work Ring of Honor because that's where Claudio's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biff Busick would be great there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think it's. I think those two guys probably will end up in AEW anyways. I think so. I think people thought Claudio was showing up last night, and it didn't happen. I think so, and I think that's why all the air got lit out of the room in the, the main. Yes. It didn't help that Claudio changed his name um, from Claudio. Cesaro back to Claudio. Castagnoli. His last name, Castelloni. Castagnoli. Castagnoli. Yeah. He changed it back, um, mm-hmm. put up his pro wrestling tees. So, I mean, his he's been able to sign for forever now. Yeah, because he didn't. He his didn't contract get, just ran out. Yeah, as I say, he didn't get like, oh, he just let his contract expire. And he, he's pretty fresh, man. Like, he's never really had crazy injuries, as far as I know. Uh, I don't think so. I know that one time in WWE, they did like the corner splash spot, and he went too high, and he knocked his teeth back up into his mouth. That was fucking Oh, fuck, nuts. yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. weird. If people wondering what that noise was, I was talking into my water bottle for a second. <laughs> We're adding special effects to the podcast now. Spicing things up. Yeah, Claudio would be cool, cool in the match. I was thinking, you know, they brought in Homicide once before, bring him in again. Yeah, That'd yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it could be people within the company, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, at a certain point, I would have thought Penta and Phoenix or That'd be cool. Pen- Penta and Pac would work. Yeah, I thought Sammy would come out and help, but he's moved on, I guess. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I don't want Sammy in that mix anymore. Well, this was before all this new stuff started happening with him. This is like right after the split. I was like, oh, he's probably yeah, gonna... yeah. I'll leave that alone at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a surprise, like because they've gotten beaten up uh, five on three twice. It would have to be people we haven't seen. Yeah, Miro, like have new Miro people. come back. Actually, fucking maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like just hand the hand that uh blood and guts win to yeah the faces. Miro comes back because Jericho calls himself the demo god, so he's just going to beat Jericho now. It's like I, I feud with all gods. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's just he's Gore the God Butcher from Thor comics, soon to be in the Thor movie. Yeah, so I like that match. I thought it was really good. It was really mm-hmm. fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, Probably the most fun match of the night. Uh, I think no, no, the, that's the, a lie. The, the next tag lie. match was probably the most fun match. Yeah, or the main when event. The, the main event was when this fun. match happened, I thought it was very fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, and it's not. I'm not taking anything away from this match. This match is great. I yeah, it. I just looked at the rest of the card. I was like, you know what? That that was a lie. <laughs> that's cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no, 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 no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next match, I got I got real mad. With this next match, not yeah. because of the match. The match was great. Yeah, I liked um, it. It was, it was like sloppy in the was, best ways. Like they look like they're really fighting each other and stuff. It's good. I was furious with the fans, and that's because this was Marina Shafir versus Sky Blue, and the fans were so hot all night. Hold on, my computer's about to die. Why Uh-oh. is my computer about to die? Give me a second. Yeah. So the next match was uh, Marina Shafir versus Sky Blue, and the match was good. It was just her 
kind of beating up Sky Blue, Marina Shafir, to set up her versus Jade. And the baddie section, they kept showing the baddie section with and Kira Hogan crisis and of, crisis uh, of Red Bird. Velvet were in it. And uh, Marina Shafir kept like jaw jacking to them, blowing them kisses and stuff. I wish she would kind of would have went into the crowd since they had Kira Hogan and Red Velvet in there. You could have had Shafir go into the crowd and like try to beat up the baddies. That would have been cool. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Is there a match happening at Battle of the Belts? Or is it on Rampage? No, it must be. No, it's not Rampage either. Hmm. It must be next Dynamite then. Yeah. Right. Or I don't know. I don't even know if they've announced it. I don't know because they they're doing that storyline where they keep cutting back to Jade and she just doesn't give a shit. And, uh, yeah. Smart Mark it, Sterling's it, like, hey, you should probably watch this match. <laughs> I think it's Dynamite next week then, hmm. or Rampage next week. Yeah. Because there is. Rampage is a full three-match card, and so is Battle of the Belts this weekend. So Mm -hmm. I think those are pretty full. And I can't think of anything that's... I I couldn't think of the rest of the matches for Dynamite, so there's room there. I don't even remember. I know when they did their announcement thing, there was a ton. I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of matches. Like I didn't even remember when they announced them in the show. Because they did that and Battle of the Belts, and they announced everything like all at once. Yeah, it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was furious with the with the crowd for this match because yeah. they were hot all night. Like they popped for literally everything, literally everything, all night. And then Shafir and Sky Blue come out there. They couldn't muster a wet fart mm-hmm. for these two ladies. Yeah, it sucked. Like they sat on their hands, and Shafir went out there and just killed Sky Blue. Like mm-hmm. in a really cool fashion, and guess what? I watched Marina Shafir have a similar looking match in Bloodsport, where she got a standing fucking ovation. Yeah, yeah, her Bloodsport um, match was awesome. So yeah, this was this was two things. This was the AEW fan base not giving a fuck about women's wrestling, which is frustrating, mm-hmm. unless it's Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker, and sometimes even then they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is they do not pop. They do not appreciate technical mat wrestling. They just don't. Yeah. It, not it's... until, not until like a, a character is developed. Like now they appreciate Yuta. Now mm-hmm. they appreciate Garcia now that he's doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But the first four or five matches of Garcia, same thing. Like they were like, he was getting like, who are you chance and shit. It was like, it's fucking Daniel Garcia. Respect him. Yeah. It's like uh, when I s- went to the New Japan show and Zack Sabre Jr. said, <coughs> excuse me, having a technical match in front of uh, Americans is like reading Shakespeare to a chimpanzee or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's that's what it's like, man. It's It sucks. And the women fight an uphill battle. And part of that is because they have been presented as an afterthought. Mm-hmm. So the fans don't care as a result. But that match was awesome, and they should have given them respect. And it was all the more obvious when then with the next match, as soon as people came out for it, the fans were hot again. Yeah, it's like, come on, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just for that for that three four minute match, you guys were silent. You couldn't have just kept it going. Yeah, yeah, it didn't make it sense. was That's, good. It was good. I liked it, and maybe they would have popped a little more. They took my idea and had Shafir go into the crowd, fight the baddies. She should have. 
I am really excited to see Kira Hogan back. I yep. popped to see that because for the longest, I was like, is she even with the company anymore? Has she moved on this and that? But she was included in the who we are um, album that they did. She had a song. So obviously mm-hmm. she's with them. Yeah. Cause I know she talked at one point how they brought her in. They said they would use her and then she was just sort of waiting and they weren't getting back to her. And she was sort of confused. She's like, I don't know what my status is. She did an interview where she's just like, oh, maybe. She's like, I did a few matches and then I dropped off the face of the earth. And for no, not for her own lack of trying, trying to get on the show. Mm-hmm. But if they did do this, uh, if they are going to do a baddies stable or baddies faction with, <laughs> with. Um, yeah, they, they posted that video on Twitter. With Jade and uh, and Kira Hogan and Red Velvet, I think that would be fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That'd be really I think cool. that would be so good. I think that's lightning in a bottle, and I think Jade will elevate both of those two women. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then you have Kira Hogan, and she's really fucking good. Yeah, that's sure. one of the mo- most perplexing things, is because she's so good. Mm-hmm. That it's like she would, she's sort of like top five in the women's division just mm-hmm. by talent alone, and yet they've only had her on dark. It yeah. doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. She held titles in Impact for a reason. Yeah, I was going to say in Impact, she was awesome. Yeah, she's, a, she's like a, she was a main event act in their women's mm-hmm. division for years. Mm hmm really really perplexing stuff because she she's excellent um but it's looks like they're probably going to use her if and aligning her with those two women would be really really good and if Mm -hmm. you haven't seen that video on twitter go watch it yes i I beg you just watch (laughs) it respectfully just remember that respectfully it's the only way you can watch it yeah okay okay next we had Another really fun match. I don't know if it's probably the most fun match of the night. What we were just talking about, but also the main event. Yeah, was yeah I mean, the most fun match as far, for as, far as fun goes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Maybe not the best match, but definitely the most fun match. Yeah. This was Swerve and Keith Lee versus Starks and Hobbs. This match was honestly, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. I loved from the opening Starks coming out and getting emotional, being back in New Orleans. It was awesome and. Uh, also at the beginning we had Swerve and Lee going out and doing their poses at the same time mm-hmm. on the ramp yeah. looking like like from the get go they look like a tag team yeah like Swerve's they look a new like shirt I uh, really like his new shirt too it's good it's mm-hmm. very uh uh l- mid to late 90s hip hop yeah really with funny the, with the diamond on the in their name and stuff yeah it's really cool yeah really cool that's a really crusty <laughs> really good <laughs> diamond encrusted not really yeah. crusty um yeah like swerve and lee look like they had been wrestling as a team for years yeah they they, they, they had still. tag team moves that i'd never seen before mm-hmm. there was one where swerve launched a guy up into the air and lee pounced him out of the air yeah that was like cool. what the fuck was that they did the the moonsault off of Keith Lee to the outside. Which oh, was awesome. I tweeted there's a titty assisted moonsault. Yeah. Which was <laughs> that was awesome. 
they, I mean, in, in Hobbs and Starks came to play too. Like there's that one spot where Starks speared swerve out of midair. That looked gnarly. He did a fucking DDT destroyer. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that? I've never seen that before. There were a few things in this match. It was just like, what the fuck was that move? Yeah. It's like, that is just a fucking spinning go fuck yourself. Yeah, they like, teased teased Hobbs and um, Lee uh, again, Lee, which is yeah, good. They, they didn't get too physical with each other. I mean, still the very end, but yeah. Taz came out, which is, he usually doesn't even interfere in the matches too, which is crazy. I liked it. I really liked it. He looked good too. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but he looked, uh, he looked more in shape than normal. Like he looked good. He's been hanging out Hobbs. <laughs> Hobbs would make yes. him go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. He, he grabbed, uh, well, who was it? Keith Lee's he leg. grabbed Keith Lee's foot. Yeah, and then he got pounce and then Hobbs hit him with the spine buster. Yeah. Really good. Um, for the three, I like that because it still protects Swerve and Swerve and Lee. Swerve got the loss on his last loss he had, his only singles loss. That was also interference as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you got to have your heels cheat, otherwise, they're yeah, not really... it it protect. He's protected. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It does not matter. He doesn't because he he looks like he's gonna win. And then mm-hmm. they cheat to beat him. So yep. it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, and it'll just make the uh, victory taste so much more sweet whenever he eventually does beat Starks in a singles match. Yeah. Probably not for stuff. the FTW title, because I doubt that I'll ever get away from Team Taz, because that'd just be weird if it wasn't in Team Taz. But The only time I would want it to get away from Team Taz is if maybe Hook won it. Yeah, I mean, like, technically, he's still in Team Taz, right? <laughs> yeah, no, he is. Um, like, if Hook won it and then maybe went off on his own or something like that, mm-hmm. that would be down the road. Even though I think him and Danhausen are probably going to be a team. I don't think they're going to fight each other. I think they're going to be a team. Actually? Mm-hmm. You actually think they're going to be a team? I, I think they're going to be a team. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think they're really going to fight. Funny. I think they're going to be a team. Or like a like Dan Hasen will be his manager because I I don't know how seriously hurt his leg is, but he wore shorts on the episode whenever they cut into him catching that medicine ball from Hook. Uh, that's something he's probably fairly close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's I can't wait to see how they use Dan Hasen in a match. Yeah, it's funny because he does not have to have one. No, but yeah, uh, I would I would super like to over. see it. I'm mm-hmm. curious. I'm very curious to see yeah. how they use him. Um. Yeah. So this next match, this was um, Minoru oh, Suzuki versus fucking Samoa Joe. This is an absolute dream match. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. The, the most Japanese match you've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah. This was Samoa Joe. Always. Uh. He likes to have these Japanese legends and just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. It was like he's like you face me. Once you turn 49 years old mm-hmm. and I'm going to end your career in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, these oh two, my God. The first probably five to seven minutes was legit. Just them slapping each other. And they, both and I even, like... I even tweeted out, uh, as when, before the match started, it was like, it, these guys could just slap each other for 20 minutes and mm-hmm. I'd be happy. And Me then too. they damn near did that. Yeah. They, and they look like hamburger meat. 
They just look like the bruises. They both just look like a human bruise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're bright red. It was awesome. They just beat the shit out of each other. And then they kind of slowed it down with cool submission transitions and stuff. And just everything you want to see from a Samoa Joe Minoru Suzuki match. Joe looked euphoric. Mm-hmm. When they were yeah. trading shots, like he looked like the he, the happiest person on earth. Mm-hmm. I've never seen his face like that. Like yeah. so angry, but you could tell it was joy. Yeah, this was the Samoa Joe that we've been missing for however long he was signed to WWE. Well, yeah, his he, first his first like year in NXT, they did good stuff with him, but then after that, they didn't really do much. Yeah, they they well, they don't do strong style there mm-hmm. in in WWE. They just don't do it. Yeah. Um, they uh so this was we haven't seen this we haven't seen this since ring of honor or when mm-hmm. he did um or when he did like brief stints in japan yeah yeah this was awesome just i mean just the chops and I, I don't think they held back either one of them held back with each other on the chops no, i imagine before the match they said all right let's just do it and then they just started slapping each other 10 seconds into the match both of their chests were purple, like mm-hmm. legit bruises, mm-hmm. like not even just like red, like actually purpling. I think even like up by Samojo's neck and collarbone, like there was like you could just see blood under the skin. Like I don't, yeah, think... <laughs> just, they destroyed each other. It was mm-hmm. really good. Joe won with a muscle buster off the top rope. Yeah, it almost looked like a inverted muscle buster or something because he, he he picked. Minoru Suzuki up out of a triangle choke and then muscle, gave him a muscle buster. Yeah, he went for the muscle buster and Suzuki countered it with a triangle choke and then he countered the triangle choke with a muscle buster. Uh-huh. Just which, so cool. Which Such is awesome. a cool match. Smojo's the new TV champ. I think it's Amazing. the first time he's won that title. He's won every singles title in Ring of Ring Honor history. Uh-huh. Which I, I'm, I'm happy for Joe, but I'm also a little pissed that Suzuki didn't get to hold the title longer because it's like the first title he's ever held in North America. So, <laughs> I mean, I get it, but, but I also... I don't know how much longer his his tour of the United States is either. Yeah, so. he's 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 somebody who doesn't need to win matches. No, no, no. He's a he, he's a legit he loses legend. most of his matches in New Japan because he doesn't yeah. have to win. Yeah, he's um, still he's Minoru Suzuki. Like, yeah, he's... he just he loses <laughs> and he smiles and it's like, well, it's still terrifying. Yeah, you beat him, but he just gets up and he's like, all right, good job. And then you're like, hey, that dude's fucking scary still. <laughs> yeah, so now the shit the people were mad at. And that was... Which I was laughing really hard at the segment when Jay Lethal and Sanjay did, did the present thing with their middle fingers through the present. That was hilarious. And if they would have ended the show there, this would have been the best uh, eight yeah. dynamite ever. <laughs> and then the lights go out. And this is the big, that's the mistake. Yeah, the I really thought going out is the mistake. I really thought they were gonna. I didn't. I didn't even think about a new debut. I really thought we were getting Samojo versus Malachi Black, and I was freaking out. I was like, "Holy shit, that match is gonna rule!" <laughs> like uh, AEW overuses the lights out. They do mm-hmm. it for everybody. They did the lights out, and lights out needs to be. It needs to be reserved for very special people. Yeah. And it needs to be thematically appropriate. Mm-hmm. With Malachi Black, it's thematically appropriate. For Cody Rhodes, it was not, and it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So For sure. those are the two different things there. So the lights go out, the lights come back on, and it's Satnam Singh. Nobody knows who Satnam Singh is. 
Nobody yeah. even knows he's a wrestler. He's been signed to AEW for at least a year now. He's a former NBA player. How would anybody know that? Mm-hmm. I know that because I'm the giant wrestling nerd that I am. But like, well, I'm most... a giant wrestling nerd, and I didn't even know that. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. like, like one in a hundred people that yeah. watch the show every week would know who that was. Mm-hmm. And Tony Schiavone did a good job of saying it on commentary, but people in the arena can't hear him, so they don't know. Yeah, it's like they were chanting, "Who are you?" Yeah, who are you? Um, they laid out Joe. Um, Sat and Amsing didn't do too much. It was mostly Jay Lethal and yeah, Sanjay yeah. Dutt. They just uh, they beat him down. He did like um, the, the claw crusher thing to Joe's head. He, yeah, he did the like claw crusher big thing. Man does. <laughs> um, and then they stood over him. And here's the thing: I don't. Th- I thought it was an ill thought out segment. He should have just walked through the crowd or just come out with Jay Lethal or they mm-hmm. call him out. And this huge tall man comes out and people are like, yeah. who the fuck is this tall guy? And that's uh, what they should have done. It's just like, Oh, we got a present for you. Meet our friend. And then they say his name. I'm not going to try to butcher his name with my Oklahoma accent, but uh, they should have just said, meet our friend and then have him walk out. And everyone's like, Oh shit, that dude's a monster. <laughs> and like, here's the thing. He is fucking huge. And he was a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. Like he was drafted to the NBA. I think he must still be in his twenties. Um, so he's a he's pe- professional be. athlete. So he could very well be very good. We don't know. I know. I know. WWE was looking at him too, but he decided. Yeah, to go the AEW. WWE had him, and then decided to let him go, and then AEW grabbed him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's twenty six. Yeah, so there's. There you go. That's He's seven foot two. More, Holy shit. <laughs> that's more than enough time to train a guy up. We've seen mm-hmm. that AW has been able to take people who failed with WWE and turn them into something very, very good. Mm-hmm. Ty Conti, Serena Deeb, um, uh, Marina Shafir. Like it keeps happening. There are people that they just don't execute with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but where I, where this, where the significance of this was not lost on me is you had a Indian professional athlete who would be a legitimate star to them because he's the only Indian born player who's ever been in the NBA. Mm -hmm. So they would know who he is. He played at college basketball in the NCAA, so he would be known from that as well. Um, and he's being uh, he's being managed by another Indian man in Sanjay Dutt. Mm-hmm. That's really um, cool. If he if Sanjay Dutt is not Indian, I I'm misspeaking, but I'm I, pretty sure he is. I think it's Gimmicky Impact. I was the player from the Himalayas. So. <laughs> uh, I presume he is. Um, if he's Pakistani or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Um but that that's it's not Wikipedia says Indian American. Okay. Wrestlers. So that's not insignificant for a uh Indian professional athlete to be a professional wrestler being managed by an Indian manager who's also has history within the industry when they're trying to break into the Indian market. Mm-hmm. Um and when they are in the 
in the process of a Warner Discovery merger right now. This is extremely, extremely appealing to to the head to the new head honchos at Discovery and Warner having a major draw for the Indian market. Mm-hmm. Because I I sent you a message where Brandon Thurston posted the the views for all the YouTube mm-hmm. um, videos and clips from last night's episode. And by far the most viewed is the debut of, of Satnam Singh mm-hmm. by far is, yep. is that one. So this is, I think for AW going forward into the future, this will be a very big deal Yeah, because they're trying to break in there and get on TV in India. And if it wasn't for India, WWE would be in a very different place. Yeah. India is the reason why WWE is where it is right now. I was going to say, everyone, Impact's tried it. A lot of, lots of companies try to get to the Indian market because it's, it's what it, what's the population? It's like huge. A billion people or something? Yeah. It's fucking huge. And they love their local talent. Mm-hmm. They demand that, um, that the great Kali is used mm-hmm. when they go over to Saudi Arabia. They demand yeah. that. Uh-huh. And he's always used. He's always there. Um, like it, this, this is a big deal. Like this yes. can be a very big deal, and I'm sure they'll turn um, it around. But just don't. Do well, the here's out. the thing: is that they always, <laughs> they always do. Mm-hmm. Like, like the the Dark Order, the friggin' Phantom Punches, the exploding barbed wire death match, the all these that they they always make good on their mistakes. Butcher and Blade when they first debuted, we talked about that earlier. It was terrible. Um, even Andrade's game. debut was really bad. Yeah, with Vicky. I forgot all about that until you mentioned earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, he Wait. came out with Vicky and then spoke really quietly in the ring mm-hmm. like so that people couldn't hear him. And JR was like, who is it? Andre the Idol? Yeah, Andre the Idol. <laughs> like, your fucking commentator doesn't even know the goddamn guy's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I so, remember yeah. Butcher and Blade debuted... The crowd didn't know who they were. I was freaking out because Andy Williams from Every Time I Die is like, oh, it's Butcher and Blade. But yeah, you know, I'm wearing my Every Time I Die shirt right now. But <laughs> yeah, when the Dark Order debuted, yeah. they also had crickets and Who Are You chants mm-hmm. as well. Like that took that took until Brody got into AEW for the Dark exactly. Order to get over. Like everything, uh, everything has eventually gotten over. The only except thing for that stable Brandy did. Well, I was going to say. The only things that the fans never were able to come back on were things attached to the roses. Mm-hmm. Cody, they didn't let him come back from his mistake. And Brandy, they never let her come back from her mistakes. Yep. For whatever reason, they just were harder on them than everybody mm-hmm. else. Couldn't really say why. But yeah, yeah. so I think the, uh, like, I thought the segment was bad. But I didn't think the segment was like make multiple tweets bad. You know no, what I mean? No. Like some people were like making multiple tweets about the segment. I was like, honestly, man, I'm doing the other things now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like I'm playing Elden Ring now. What yeah, the fuck like are I get it. Like about? I think you and I messaged each other. Well, that didn't go over that well, and then we started talking about something else. Like that's like, <laughs> instantly. It's like all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, did the Blue Jays win? Like I just yeah. like I'm gonna go get a cookie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, yeah, you're not going to bat a thousand every time. So, 
you just well, yeah. No, nobody bats a thousand. Yeah, even so, even John Moxley is fucked up. Yep. Oh, speaking of which, um, they they did ran a fifteen minute segment after the show where John Moxley and uh, the Blackpool Combat Club came out and they they were cutting a promo and they were talking about how we're in. We're in New Orleans, so we have to bring out the local hometown hero. Come on out. And out comes Danhausen. Danhausen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, No, we 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 want the local hero. He's like, I am the local hero. I think Mock straight up said too on the mic, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I am Danhausen, the local hero. Yeah. And then he put a curse on uh on Regal and Regal couldn't walk and he was falling over in the corner and <laughs> and uh, I I think it was it was uh, Daniel Bryan is just yelling uncurse him uncurse him <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> so he uncurses him and then uh, they talk about they're like okay fine well no we'll try it again bring out the local hero and Hook's music hits he comes out look he looks at the ring. From the top of the stage, and shrugs and just walks away. Um, That's why I think Hook and Dan Hazard are going to be a team, man. <laughs> they might. They're they're doing something with them. <laughs> and then eventually, they call out Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks comes down. He gets all choked up. He does his. He sends the crowd home happy. <laughs> and to me, this segment was Tony Khan went up to John Moxley and said. Mox, I need you to save this for me. Yeah. That, that final segment didn't go over well. Um, I need you to save this for me. And John Moxley said, "All right, give me two dipshits and Ricky Starks, mm-hmm. and I will, I'll MacGyver something together for you." Yeah, like he did with the uh, with the exploding barbed wire death match, mm-hmm. which he he talks about in his book. He's like. I'm sitting there in the ring and I'm freaking out. And Eddie's Eddie's like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I think we fucked up. And we're both <laughs> freaking out, lying in the ring. And then Aubrey comes over and she's a Tony says, you have to fix this. There's a mic. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck a live mic. I'm the king with a live mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's just like, and I just fucking winged it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just. Mox is the go-to when they mm-hmm. fuck up. It's like Mox, send them home happy. We need you. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he went out there. He the, he had uh, friggin' Wheeler Yuta doing ten push-ups, yeah, like just yeah. random shit. Yeah, like, he's like, give me a box of matches and a two by four, and I'll I'll turn this into something. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was good. It was funny. Um, yeah, because I was thinking, I was like, dang. I thought they usually go into Rampage, but Rampage is live. Rampage is live, yeah. So it's possible they had that segment planned, but I I have a feeling. I don't think so. I have I a feeling that. that it was Mox doing damage control mm-hmm. to make sure the fans didn't leave unhappy. Yep. And it sounds like they didn't. Like they all, everyone only had good things to say. Yeah. So look at our Rampage, which is at 7 o'clock tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. So that's Which an earlier kind of start. I don't know if I'll be able to watch live because you. getting home at that time. <laughs> I still got to cook and all that stuff. Yeah, so that'll be live. We have Adam Cole versus Adam Page in a Texas death match. So that's going to be wild. Yeah, it's going to be um, awesome. That's going to be really good. 
these, both been... these dudes love to bleed and they love to do crazy shit. So someone might die. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. I think that that's uh, that's gonna be one of the better matches of the year. I think. I think they're gonna no, put on a sure. show. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Gun Club versus Blackpool Combat Club, and Blackpool Combat Club has said that they're just going to murder these guys, and I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting because. Billy Gunn's in the match too, and I don't. <laughs> that's crazy. They said uh, we are going to beat them out of the company. Yeah, they <laughs> said we're going to beat the four and six and zero Gun Club, which made me laugh. They said like these are the type of clowns who shouldn't be in this company. We mm-hmm. are going to beat them mercilessly. It's like this is fantastic. I love yeah. it. I can't wait to watch it. And then we've got Ruby Soho versus Robin Renegade, which I kind of wish these matches weren't. Like person we've signed versus jobber we haven't signed. Yeah, and but these are just they always say it's a qualifier for the tournament. Yes, like, I just it's like I don't why would Ruby Soho already be in the tournament? <laughs> exactly. Um, and next week on uh on Dynamite, Britt Baker has one of those matches as well. Yeah, it's like she's the former champion. What? Oh, yeah, okay, but whatever. I do like what they've been doing with Britt Baker. She hasn't shown up since they were going back to Pittsburgh. I, I like that little story that they're doing with her. Yes, it is good. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, the Battle of the Belts looks fucking great this time. Yeah, it does. Jonathan Gresham versus Dalton Castle with the original boys. Yes, the original boys. The twins. That's back. awesome. Yeah. Um, this is very exciting. I wonder if Dalton Castle still signed a Ring of Honor. Well, this is the thing, is that um, it's not just some people, like the odd person that Tony Khan has tapped to stay on Mm -hmm. with Ring of Honor, like Jonathan Gresham be like, okay, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like, like you could see maybe a couple people that he would want to stay on because he would want to bring them into AEW, but like... Mm -hmm. This is this is legit just Ring of Honor cast. Yeah, I was gonna say Dalton Castle is one of their their bigger stars there towards the end. Yeah, and he would be good in AEW, but he's I think he's still better suited for Ring of Honor. Like he's just, yeah, he's great there, and it's just cool that this really cool that like it's just two Ring of Honor guys having a match on mm-hmm. AEW. Yep, like it's not Ring of Honor All Star versus young AEW guy like Wheeler yeah. Yuta or anything like that. Like it's no, it's like he's still keeping it in the Ring of Honor family, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's respectful of their brand. Yep, I like that. Then we have Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara again. Yeah. Which again, the match is going to be great. We actually haven't seen them face each other, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Or have we? Well, that's who Scorpio won the belt from, right? We'll yeah, he won it from Sammy. Okay, yeah. So whatever. I eh. sure. <laughs> whatever fine then we have rosa versus nyla rose and that's gonna be good the match um, be awesome i can't wait for it but i wish the build was a little better but yes i wish the build was better and i wish that nyla rose got to do more things other than just losing the title match be the first of the babyface champion being their first opponent <laughs> yeah she always is mm-hmm. um it's unfortunate but it is what it is mm-hmm. um if they gave people more than one match a week, that yes. wouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next week we have, this is off of my memory, Hook's debut on Dynamite. Uh-huh. 
and Brit versus some fresh meat. Yeah. Is there anything else? There's um, Andrade versus Darby Allen in a coffin match, right? A casket match, whatever they call yes, it. Yes, yes. That'll and be that's awesome. All I, that's all I can remember. Oh, and uh, uh, Butcher versus Wardlow. Yes, that was an interesting one that they set yeah. up. I just ready for that meat slapping. Yeah, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Seeing uh, Butcher take a power bomb is going to be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. He, they may not do the power. Butcher's pretty big, so I don't know. <laughs> He's powerbombed some big guys. He powerbombed Cesar Bononi. That's true. Cesar Bononi's tall. He's huge. Mm-hmm. He powerbombed um, uh, Nick Camarado, who's also very big. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's powerbombed some big dudes. So that'll be very cool. I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Um, then, uh, yeah. Nothing else, so just like and subscribe, please. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, all that.